you know, those of us down here in the United States. It's been a crazy time. First, you got the fake pandemic going around. And then you've got basically social unrest. It's been crazy. Then, of course, in the middle of this, we're all supposed to maintain normal lives. You know, our relationships and work and, well, everything else. And, yeah, that's kind of one thing that's been on my mind lately is relationships. And, you know, when you're in a relationship sometimes, especially if, you know, you're living together, married, engaged, whatever. You know, you oftentimes have you know, one cell phone bill, you know, you'll each have your cell phone, but you're all on the same plan. So something I've done for years, and if you don't do it, I suggest you do it because every now and again, you will catch where they're trying to rip you off. But, you know, go through your cell phone bill and actually look and see what it is that they're charging you. Because sometimes you will just be amazed at the things that you find. So I have done this pretty much the entire time of owning a cell phone. I've always gone through my bill and made sure that there weren't any, you know, like abnormal charges, you know, because being me, I have people all over the world that I text and, you know, that I call and things like that. And I want to make sure that they're not trying to overcharge me, which in some cases I have found where they have. Anyway, all that to say, um, you know, here lately I've been going through the cell phone bill and Something has just been on my mind because the other half has his cell phone bill. You know, on his on his side of the bill, I look at things. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm like, you know, every month, I mean, pretty much, yeah, every month, there's always some new number that pops up. And, you know, he will be t- heavily texting this person the entire month. Now, most months, I don't say a word about it. I just let it go. But then, like, the following month, I'll look at the bill, and that number never appears again. And then another new number will pop up. Again, same routine. Heavily text, everything else, and then, poof, the number's no more. Now, I mean, I know... Some numbers belong to his family and those are consistent numbers that are always on the bill. And that's fine. You know, please talk with your family. I got no issues with that. But here's the part where I usually have the issue. He will sit there and he will refer to these people as, oh, well, that's my friend. Really? Now, to give my definition of a friend, my definition of a friend is somebody who... Basically, you can pick up the phone in the middle of the night. You can call them up and say, hey, I can't sleep. My car broke down. You know, insert reason here. And they'll drop whatever it is they're doing and they'll be there to help you. Whether it's to, you know, be there for you to help with your broken down car or, you know, just an ear to listen to what's going through your mind. You know, that to me is a friend. That is how a friend is. So, and then you have what I call acquaintances. And the acquaintances are people who basically come and go out of your life. You know, they're there for a little while and then poof, they're gone. 
there for a little while, poof, they're gone. It's a repeating pattern. These are people who you kind of pick up the phone in the middle of the night and call them if you need something. These are people who usually are just there for the good times and then poof, they're gone. Those are acquaintances. So, back to the bill. You know, I go through the bill every single month and every single month there's always a new charge on there. Or not charge, rather, but there's always a new, you know, number on there. And they're not, some are random numbers from his area, but others are like out-of-town numbers. You know, for instance, you know, he got one from uh, Florida. You know, before that it was like South Dakota. And this has been like a recurring pattern the entire time that he has been on my bill, which has been almost for a year. And it's just, it's nonstop. It's like, he, you know, he gets these numbers and he'll text them heavily or call them whatever. And then poof, they just drop off and they're gone. And then it happens again. And then poof, they drop off, they're gone. And now, I'm not an idiot. I know he's on social media. You know, he's on things like Kick and, you know, Telegram and all that, all those kind of things. You know, WhatsApp and you name it, he's on it. So, that leaves a brain to wonder. You know, where are these numbers coming from? And, you know, that that's a strong question. You know, where are these numbers coming from? And... So, basically, the numbers are coming from, I guarantee you, I mean, again, do I have hard proof? No. But, it would be fair to reason that the numbers are coming from people he's meeting off of social media. Now, what conversation is he having with these people? I don't know. But, again, it's always the same thing. They will be texting hot and heavy over the course of about a month, and then, poof, it drops off. And this is a reoccurring thing. Now, I have brought this to his attention. And, of course, the only answer that I ever get is, Oh, well, they're just a friend. Oh, yeah, that's just a friend. Oh, that's just a friend. No, I mean, let's be clear on the subject. These are acquaintances. These are just random people that you talk to on social media, that you move from social media to the phone. And these are just people that you talk to back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And that's the way it's always been. And so when I bring this up to him again, all I ever get is, oh yeah, that's a friend. I don't get a name. I don't get the history of the friend. I don't get any of that. I just get, oh, it's a friend. And I am supposedly supposed to listen to this. And I am supposedly just supposed to go, oh yeah, it's just a friend. Yeah, it's fine. No problem. Yeah, right. It's not just a friend. You know, you can tell by texting and calling and everything else patterns basically what the relationship is there. And the relationship is such that I guarantee you it's coming from social media. And I guarantee you it's, oh yeah, now again, am I saying that, you know, they're, you know, flirting or whatever? I Again, I don't know. I don't know the details. But I can guarantee you it's not a friend. And I guarantee you that he's met them off of social media. Moreover... I guarantee you that the level in which he is basically meeting somebody new all the time. It's like every single freaking month. Somebody new. Again, these numbers have been from South Florida. South, or uh, from, I'm sorry, not South Florida. But Florida, 
you know, South Dakota and a few other places. And again, in his mind, I'm just supposed to accept every single time. Oh, it's just a friend. No. I'm sorry, but to me, it requires a little bit more explanation than that. To me, it requires, oh, hey, yeah, that's, I don't know, you know, insert name here. You know, I've met them, you know, da-da-da, amount of years ago, and, you know, we've just been keeping in contact, you know, every once in a while. Now, some of you might out there, the naysayers might say, oh, well, you know, there's probably just some old friend that has this number that contacted him again. Not true, because less than, yeah, about less than a year ago, um, he changed his number, and he got a new number. So, again, I've never seen these numbers on the bill before. So, they didn't have his number because he never texted them his number. And if they were such great friends, I would have figured that they would have texted him a number. But, that's just me. So, again, though, I'm supposed to accept that these are just friends. With no name, no background story, no history, no nothing. Just friends. But that's all. That, that's what I am supposed to accept. Friends. And so, of course, you know, over the history of time. I have sat here and I have been more and more curious. And more and more just kind of blah about it because I've gotten to the point I no longer accept the excuse of oh it's a friend you know I just go oh yeah you know okay whatever because again he that's the explanation he gives is oh it's a friend well at some point in a relationship your friends slash acquaintances whatever you want to call them will cost you your relationship because, yeah, I'm accepting the answers for now. And I'm going, okay, yeah, okay, whatever. It's a quote-unquote friend. So I'm accepting that answer for right now. Am I going to accept that answer for much longer? No. And here's why. When I am looking and going through the bill and everything, and I see that, you know, this quote-unquote friend... You are talking to them on the phone and texting them super early in the morning. But yet you say you have no energy to talk to me at night. But you have energy to talk to them during the day. You know, on your way home from work, whatever. You know, you've got the energy to talk to them then. But you don't have the energy to talk to me in the evening. You know, when that's supposed to be quote unquote our time. And then, you know, all throughout the day, you know, my text might go, you know, you stop texting me. You know, and again, I understand he's at work. And, but you stop texting me and then you start texting her. And you're like, well, how do you know it's a woman? Okay, you know what? I might be blonde, but I'm not stupid. Yeah, I can guarantee you all these numbers belong to women. And again, I can also guarantee you that freaking... They all came off of social media. 
So that's fine. You know, you want to sit there and you want to continue. Oh, it's just a friend. No, that's an acquaintance. And you're putting your relationship at risk for a for an acquaintance. That's essentially what it's boiling down to. And it it's things like this that... Again, I will, I'm not the type that I just let it all build up and then I explode. No. I say things here and there and the excuses are always the same. They are, oh, it's just a friend. And that's constant. That's what I constantly get. Oh, it's just a friend. And again, I'm accepting that answer for right now. But yeah, there is going to come a time where I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm done. Have a nice life. Enjoy. I wish you the best. I'm done. And most people are going to say, well, you know, why not say something, you know, why not say something sooner? Why not demand more of an answer? You can only demand so much out of a person. And that's the caveat to this. You can only demand so much. You can only demand until it's just not hurt anymore. And you can demand, but that doesn't mean you're going to get an answer. And that's essentially the point in which he and I are at. Is, yeah, you know, I've demanded. And all I get is the same freaking answer, which is, oh, it's just a friend. Now, mind you, you know, in this time, he has been really, he's not been working. You know, he's been off and he's been doing, you know, whatever. And... You know, in this time of being off, you know, like he was like, oh, I want to go see my friend that, oh yeah, you know, he and I went to boot camp together. And, you know, I just, I haven't seen him since boot camp, you know, I'd really like to reconnect with him. You know, he's in South Dakota. And this is the story he, he stuck with the entire time. Now, mind you, you know, I, I paid for his hotel and I paid for his flight and, you know, his food and everything else. And he went to South Dakota. And it was only after <laughs> my goofy brother was trying to find a number for somebody. And basically, instead of looking at my phone, he looked at his phone and yeah, he... uh started running names on the numbers to try and find who he was looking for and anyway found out that the number in South Dakota shockingly enough does not belong to a man but belongs to a woman so he didn't go to South Dakota to see a guy that he knew and that he knew from boot camp he went to South Dakota to see a woman and I am just supposed to be all right with the fact that he lied to me about it I am supposed to be alright with the fact that he was not forthcoming about who he was going to go see. I'm just supposed to be okay with all of this. And I'm just supposed to accept his answer. Of, oh, I made a mistake. Yeah, you know what? I should have told you the truth. Yeah, you know, it's this friend I knew from, you know, back when I used to live here in Kentucky. And, oh, you know, yeah, I, just, I should have told you the truth. I'm, you know, yeah, okay. You would have kept, and this is what I just repeat in the back of my mind, which is he would have kept up the same freaking lie over and over and over and over and saying, oh yeah, you know, it was a friend I knew from boot camp. Had he not got caught at it. 
And of course, you know, that's what's circling in my head constantly. Because I'm going, oh, yeah, you know, he is, yeah, okay. And so, yeah, that still doesn't sit well with me. You know, you lied to me. You went to go see another woman. And that just doesn't sit well. It never has. And so I'm like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let this go for right now. And so I'm sitting there and I'm saying, okay. And, I, you know, again, I, I keep letting it go. But there comes a point in every relationship where the woman or the man is going to try to talk about an issue. And if this issue just goes unresolved, then guess what? It's going to continue to build. And build and build and build. Constantly. It will be never ending. And you're like, well, you know, you talk about it. And again, it's about getting a truthful answer. You know, if he said, yeah, you know what? That's so-and-so from, I don't know, we'll just say kick. Yeah, you know, that's so-and-so from kick. You know, oh, her and I just, you know, talk about just random things throughout the day. I would almost be all right with that answer. Because at least you're being truthful with me. But to sit there and say, oh, well, she's a friend. Or, actually, I don't even get a gender. I just get, they're a friend. Oh, well, they're a friend. Oh, well, they're a friend. You know, these friends don't seem to have names or genders, for that matter. And yet, he can never explain to me where it is he meets these friends. And then I get, oh, well, you know what? You keep bringing up the past. No, I keep bringing up the fact that you're not giving me a straight answer. You know, you're sitting there saying, oh, well, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this. Really? Because last I checked, you know, friends have names. They have genders. They have places of origin where you met them. How long have you known them? You know, the type of person that they are. So you have that. And, you know, I'm basically, I'm to that breaking point. Where I just go, you know what, I'm done. Because again, I have asked for explanations. I have asked for, you know, basically what's going on. And all I ever get is just a friend. And I'm supposed to be okay with that answer. But the problem is, I'm not. When I ask for an explanation, I don't want some vague statement. You know, and if there's nothing going on and there's nothing to worry about, why not give me a detailed answer? Oh, it's so, it's so and so from, you know, kick and, you know, we've been talking on and off for, you know, a number of months, years, whatever. And, you know, her and I just kind of BS. Okay, that's an answer and I'm okay with that. But when you sit there and you lie and you do everything else and it can... You know, it always gets hidden behind, oh, well, when I was in my last relationship, I had to, okay, if you've still got baggage from your last relationship, and it's affecting your current one, then that's when you should probably just part ways and just be like, you know what, I'm going to go deal with my baggage. So I'm going to go deal with my baggage, and then when I get done dealing with it, you know, then I'm going to be healthier to be in a relationship. Because... 
And most people will say, well, you know, you're you're going to you're willing to end a relationship just over that. No, not just over that. There have been other things like, again, this entire time, almost a year that he has been out of work. You know, I have been the one who has been supporting him. And, you know, when I factored in money for living and everything else, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I can do this. What I didn't factor in is that money would go flying out the door fucking hand over fucking fist with him because he'll sit there and, you know, and again, this is the other thing that he's fairly vague about. You know, he'll say things like, oh yeah, you know, well, I loaned money to friends. Well, first off, that wasn't your fucking money to loan. You know, that was my money. You know, not, you know, I thought I was giving that to you for you to do specific things. Like, you know, renew his tag, you know, handle insurance, things he needed to do. So, that is what, that's the other thing in it too. And you might say, well, how much is the sum? I mean, we're talking on, you know, I actually sat down and figured it out the other day. You know, but we're talking to the tune of... You know, thousands of dollars. Just poof, gone into the air, never to be seen again. And I asked him, I'm like, where did that money go? Oh, well, I loaned friends money. Who the fuck did you loan money to? And of course, all I ever get from that is, oh, I loaned, you know, friends money. You know, not, oh, you know, I gave, you know, so-and-so like a few hundred dollars because they were short on their rent. Or I gave this person over here, you know, $20, $30, you know, to do this. And so I asked him, I'm like, are these friends ever going to pay you back? I'm like, because we're talking about a lot of money right here. And he was like, well, probably not. Okay, so you just freaking let eight to $10,000 fly out the fucking door. And you don't plan on getting that back. And that's the other problem I've got. You know, I, I literally, I am to the point on some things and I just want to go, you know what? I'm done. Forget you, forget the money, forget everything. I'm done. You know, and tell them, hey, you know what? You need to pay me back that money. Because again, there was never a discussion. He didn't come to me and say, hey, look, you know, um, I got a friend who, you know, they don't have rent money this month and, you know, things are tight for them. You know, you think we can lend them a few hundred dollars to pay their rent. Most likely, I would have said, all right. But when you just throw it out there, then, and all I get is, oh, well, I lend money to friends. Okay, who are the friends? What did you lend them money for? How much did you lend them? And if I had to guess on this one, I would honestly say the mother of his child is who actually received the money. And I say that because this woman, you know, doesn't have a job, you know, lives off the government, basically. So I'm sure she is the one who received the money. Yeah, and I'd say I'm about 80% sure on that. So, and during this time, you know, I'm working in a place, in a city that I don't really care for. And I'm working in a hospital that I don't really care for. Just so 
this can be done. Now, mind you, I planned on, when I started this year, to have a long sabbatical. You know, I wanted to take off, take away from work just for a little while. Because I had the savings account to do so. And I just wanted to take off from work and just kind of clear my head and kind of work on me for a little while. But of course, that's not possible. Because in the process of about six months, a savings account that I had worked very long and very hard to save up to earn that money was poof, just gone into the wind. And I get no explanation about where it went. Just, oh, it went to a friend. And again, I'm supposed to accept that answer. I'm supposed to accept the vague statement of, oh, yeah, I loaned friends money. Oh, yeah, you know, the, the person I lied to you about in South Dakota that I went to go see, yeah, it turned out she was female. Yeah, you know, I'm just supposed to be okay with that, too. And I'm supposed to be okay with the random numbers that pop up on his cell phone bill all the time. I'm just supposed to be okay with all this. And take the vague the vague statement of oh well you know it's a friend does the friend have a name how did you meet the friend you know how long have you known the friend you know a few details would be nice but i don't ever get this and i'm just supposed to deal with it and then when i bring it up again oh well you said you weren't going to bring that up when i gave you an answer the problem is you've never given me a real answer to make a vague statement of it's just a friend. And then when I call him out on that, I get the, oh, well. So, to wrap all of this up. You know, in a relationship, details can be your best friend. And the lack of details can be your worst enemy. You know, when you're sitting there and you're going, oh, well. And it's, you give very vague answers when you're asked a question. Well, guess what? There's a lot of room in there for assumptions and applied things. Now, you give a detailed answer, you're going to get a different result. Now, yes, I understand this does not factor in for people who are irrational about everything. But people who you know have a calm, level head and who are rational about most everything, then what you need to do is supply them with the details. And again, details are not going to hurt you. Details are going to be your best friend. But, as always, there are always people out there that think they're going to gain the system or, you know, they think they're going to gain everything. So, when you're in a relationship... Be 100% open and honest with a person. Now, if they cannot accept the fact that you're being open and honest with them, that's on them. And then you need to reevaluate your relationship from that point. But, if you're with somebody who has a calm, level head, and can accept the truth, and can deal with things with the truth, then you need to be respectful to that person. And give them the truth. Plain and simple. You have to be respectful to them. To be able to give them the truth. And if you don't. Then the aftermath therein. That's on you. It honestly and truly is just on you. 
Because a person's only going to take, you know, half-truths and vague statements for so long before they're like, you know what? I deserve better. I'm done. And they walk away from the situation. So for those of you out there who have a partner who has a calm, cool, level head and can fully see things all the way through, cherish that and respect that and give them the respect that they've given you. Now, if you have somebody who at the drop of a hat is going to get pissed off, then you need to evaluate your relationship and move from there. You know, and to you women who think like things like tracking your other half is a good thing, no. That's not giving your other half any respect. Now, if you've given your other half free space and they hang themselves, that's on them. They hang themselves. So, always be, to close this out, basically, always be open and honest with your partner. You know, if you're having an issue with them or if you're having something, you know, be open and honest with them. And if they take the truth and you guys move forward, that's going to be the greatest thing in the world. If they don't, then again, you have to reevaluate your relationship. But you also have to reevaluate your relationship if you have somebody who doesn't give you any truth at all. They just give you vague statements in the hope that that's going to work. So we'll see what happens in the future. But vague statements, they just don't work. <laughs>